How can someone with glasses that thick be so stupid? Listen, you don't have a soul. I don't have a soul. There's no such thing as a soul. Fine. If you're so sure about that, why don't you sell your soul to me? How much you got? Five bucks. Deal. There you go. One soul. Pleasure doing business with you. Anytime, chum. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt. It's Sunday morning, September 14th, 2014, and this is Eric and Ted's Ice Cream Social. I'm Eric. And I'm Ted, and there is a reason that I'm playing Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones to start this week's Ice Cream Social. And uh, why would that be, Teddy? Well, I have to tell you that I'm convinced that Roger Goodell has engaged in a Faustian bargain. Ooh. Ooh, put another way, I believe he's made a deal with the devil. All right. Now... No, Teddy, buddy. Okay. I know you don't just like throw stuff out there I know. without doing your, your due diligence and research onto the subject. Um, so I, I got to think there's something there. You got to have evidence of, of what you are saying. I do, and I shall present it to you now. All right, let's hear it. All right, very well. Number one, how long does a deal with the devil allegedly last? I, I love like Q&A. Yeah, Q&A is great. <laughs> um, well, um, my limited knowledge on the occult mm-hmm. and organized religion, <laughs> yeah, <right>. you know, <laughs> I don't know anything about that kind of thing, but uh, I'm going to have to say seven years. You would be correct. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there something you're not telling us? Of, of course not. Why, why would you ask? <laughs> well, moving on. Yes, it is seven years. And Roger Goodell, he took over for Paul Tagliabu in 2006. That, that was eight years ago. Ah, uh, but that would make his first NFL season the 2006-2007 year. Okay, all right, I'll accept that. Okay, all right. And the deals with the devil tend to be relatively tricky. Very tricky. Yeah, for instance, the person trying to deal his immortal soul just might make an effort to trick Satan, and that would really work out, of course. So, just throwing it out there, for okay. example. Okay, yeah. so uh, if the the part of the deal ends with you you know, dying in a car accident, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one would say that you know you would... Avoid calls altogether. That you wouldn't drive in them. You, you, know, you wouldn't ride in them. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But then one night, <laughs> you walk down your stairs. Uh-oh. Okay, you can't see. It's pretty it's dark. dark. Yeah. And uh, you step on a matchbox car that your, your son left out. Uh-oh. You slip. Yeah. You go across the room, slam up against Wait, a wall. Just a matchbox car might not yeah. qualify. No, no. Then, then you knock over your Knight Rider decorative plate. Oh. <laughs> that shatters. Shrapnel everywhere. A piece gets lodged into your throat. Okay. And then you, you become impaled. Uh, on your members-only David Hasselhoff piece of ceramic. Wow. Just, you know, wow. wow. I'm speechless. So, so like, kind of like that, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, or, or how about this? <laughs> how about if you're a lawyer and you dream of one day being the head of the greatest sports league on earth? Sounds awesome. It does. Sounds like the NFL. Only to try to stave off your deal with the devil by saying, sure, I'll trade my immortal soul as long as if there's a downfall, I have nothing to do with my ultimate demise. So that means I guess he'd be putting the blame on the likes of uh, Ray Rice or uh, Josh Gordon or Ray McDonald. And now, all day, Adrian Peterson 
much to the chagrin of all you fantasy owners out there. Correct. And guess what? You probably can't drop them, can you? Go ahead, try. Bet you can't. <laughs> you are exactly correct, Eric. Okay, well, let's do this then. All right. Now, remember, hit us up on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Eric and Ted ICS. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric and Ted. And, of course, our website, ericandted.com. Remember, we're also on iTunes. Um, now, we had a great conversations. Um yeah, during on the those, week, huh? yeah, on those outlets last week. Yeah. And this should make for another great week of talk. All football, all well, the time. And so we obviously will have to talk about this subject again. Uh, but we'll also get our picks in this week, touch on a few other subjects on this glorious and bizarre NFL Sunday. And we want to welcome you, one and all, to our new time every Sunday morning throughout the entire NFL season. That's right, season. we are moving to a new time. That's right. Now make sure you start your NFL Sunday with Eric and Ted every week. All right, so welcome back. Now, this week, a lot's been going on in the NFL. Not the least of which was the Adrian Peterson problem, but why don't you lead us in with this one today? Okay. You've seen these photos, right? Listen, I'm a father of three. I was nauseated by these photos. Forget about seeing them. It was, it was I, I mean, gut-wrenching. I'm not, I'm not a father. I got a, a five-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My buddy Ahmed, I grew up around. I mean, you know, grew up around his kids. Yeah, we as they, you know. As they, you know, as they were brought up. I, I can't even imagine. They're not even my own flesh, but I can't imagine doing the things that are alleged to be done to to a child, to a four year old. I mean, talk about going from the pinnacle of excellence and this is and, the true definition you know, of hero. To absolute zero. hero to zero in in a matter in four of four hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm floored. It still hasn't really sunk in what's going to go on here. Okay, you want to know how new, and, and I know that this is a subject that you and I want to talk about, and I don't mean to bring it up for any measure of frivolity on this no. or, or to belittle the catastrophe that this guy's caused in his kid's yeah. life, but this thing came on so fast, and you mentioned it in the open, you can't even cut him from your fantasy no. team yet. No, because he's a first rounder. Because he's a first round. Yeah, everybody's got that one guy. You all know it. All the all the fantasy follows out there. Mm-hmm. When you go to dropping that players, there's always one guy grayed out that you cannot drop. It, and so we're sitting here right now, shocked. Yeah. Four days ago, we're sitting here on talk when this story broke. I get, we're talking about him in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning. Yep. How he's going to run roughshod over the Patriots. Yeah. How it's going I mean, to look him. what Noshan did. Yeah, look what Noshan did, and he's maybe half the talent. Not, I'm not busting balls on that, but it's, but it's, it's fact. Legit. You can't he's, touch him. Can't touch him. So we're talking about the impact he's going to have in New England this week. To he tore open the scrotum he of his son. Tortured. He with tortured his stick. his son. The thing that put this over the top for me. Defensive wounds? Was it the defensive defensive wounds? wounds. Yeah. Was what put this over the top. I mean, because that actually gives an image to to, to this. Uh, A four-year-old putting his arms and hands up as as Daddy Peterson beats him with a stick. Now, CBS Minnesota. What could a four-year-old have possibly done to be beat with a stick? Well, there's a um, long-standing conversation with parents where we talk about it a lot, where um, 
if you're in an argument with a four-year-old, you've already lost. There's only one person at fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the adult. The, yeah. So now CBS Minnesota had a lot more details on this. I picked this up from Deadspin during the course of the week. Mm-hmm. Sports Radio 610 in Houston obtained a draft of the police report, which says that Peterson admitted that he did, in his words, quote, whoop, one of his children last May while the boy was visiting him in Houston. When the four-year-old boy returned to Minnesota, his mother took him to the doctor. The police report said that the, that the boy told the doctor Peterson hit him with the branch of a tree. This is called a switch. A switch, yes. Yeah. Now, traditionally... All you old-timey people out there know exactly what a switch is. And hey, I am, you know, I was disciplined as a child, and I use that word, discipline. Um, so, you know, I'm not one of those people that say, oh, you can't hit your kid. I believe in... But I you're not be, all believe, the way over on the side no, of spare oh, no, the rod, spoil the child. It's n- not, yeah. No. Continuing on with that article from uh, CBS Minnesota. The beatings allegedly resulted in numerous injuries to the child, intruding, including cuts and bruises to the child's back, buttocks, ankles, legs, scrotum, and hands. The defensive wounds on the child's hands. Peterson then texted the boy's mother saying that, one wound in particular would make her mad. Quote, mad at me about his leg. I kind of got good with the tail end of the switch. Close quote. Peterson also allegedly said via text message to the child's mother that he, quote, felt bad after the fact when he noticed the switch was wrapping around hitting eye thigh. It, meaning, of course, there's, there's yeah. So it was wrapping around and tearing the and skin, tearing his like flesh a over. la Jesus getting whipped. I, <laughs> I mean, really, I, that's yeah. that's what that's my image that I, comes up is is Passion of the Christ and, and and just having the skin ripped from his body. Here's the part that that put it the defensive wounds and all this stuff. This part was all right. Let me just, just read it. Yeah, go ahead. He also acknowledged the injuries to the child scrotum in the text message saying, I got him, this is a quote, I got him in the nuts once I noticed, but I felt so bad, and I'm tearing up about that. But when needed, I start putting them in timeout and save the whoop for needed memories. So his, his goal here is to obviously teach this four-year-old child a lesson by throttling him with a stick. Instead of maybe just a, a spanking on, on the bottom um, or other things that you do to a child that would not scar, maim, torture, um, cause physical lesions. and emotional damage. I mean, are you kidding me? Now, Spank the boy on the bottom and call it a day. Uh, even a slap on the butt. To That's make it. That's what I'm cry. talking about. I'm not talking about using a, a, a utensil of any kind. You know, in, in psychology, they say that children learn two ways, impact and repetition. This kid had the unfortunate circumstance of being Adrian Peterson's son and had to learn by impact and repetition at the same fucking time. If you it's thought disgusting. Michael Vick was, was bad, somebody doing this to a four-year-old child, Adrian Peterson should just, he should just go away. Now, now speaking of that. Go ahead. How does this, how does this end, Ted? Oh, th- there's... Listen, first of all, you have to understand this This happened in Houston, Texas. I haven't got the slight... These sick bastards teach creationism in school. So I have no idea where they're going to go with the whole beating their kid thing. But, you know, the kid's legal address being with his mother in another state? 
where did the beating take place? Obviously, that, but that that was you know. But but still, if if it happened, if if you beat your kid on vacation, you come back home, they're not going to drag you back to to Florida uh, to carry out you know abuse charges. Am I right? I don't know. They, I, I can't you have, see if that you have happening. Divorced parents. One lives in one state. One lives in the other. But you, she's got custody of them. I don't know. But the bottom line with what your, your question still the law is the law. I mean that's that that's not. I mean that goes beyond child abuse. That's oh, aggravated child, assault. Yeah, a, a, child, child endangerment, endangerment. aggravated yeah. assault on a child on a minor. Now, what else that can they charge him with? This is this is insane. The next part, and the part that concerns or is thought about by the general public. This guy obviously has some things he's going to have to work out on his own. To hell with them. The public persona of the NFL is. It's been the, a bad week. The one, thank you. That was. The, it's been a bad week for the uh, NFL. And Eric wins understatement of yeah. the century. When this is why we talked about in the opening, we did tongue in cheek, and we, that's kind of what we do. But we were talking about how Roger Goodell must have made a deal with the devil, yeah. and on like Sunday last week, the deal was up. Yeah. Because this was the worst imaginable like yeah. seven day period. How do you end the Ray Rice thing? What could be the one thing yeah. worse than a guy cold-cocking his wife and knocking her out in a Someone hotel? torturing an innocent four-year-old child. Bam. Period. It couldn't be worse unless the baby was six months old. If, if he, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I mean, that'd be the only way this could even be worse. There is nothing redeeming on this. Uh, unbelievable. And there's no hat-in-hand apology that he can give. There is no... Th- no, it'd be disingenuous. Even if it, even if he the text now the text alone if you don't add this text in context it's you know you can actually have a, you know come out to the public uh, an apology tearful but but you're sending out these texts you've already acknowledged ah you know I'm a little broken up about it. I'm just tearing I'm glad you said that because this is an important this is the next two passages here are real important this is again continuing the yep, article from CBS uh, Minnesota not too hard though in <laughs> you slick. <laughs> In further text messages, Peterson allegedly said, quote, never do I go overboard, but all my kids will know, hey, daddy has the biggie heart, but don't play no games when it comes to acting right. Oh, my God. Did this kid go to college? According, Oklahoma. According to police reports, though, the child had a slightly different story, telling authorities that, quote, daddy Peterson Hit me on the face. The child also expressed worry that Peterson would punch him in the face if the child reported the incident to authorities. He also said that he had been hit by a belt and that there were lots of belts in daddy's closet. He added that Peterson put leaves in his mouth when he was being hit with the switch while his pants were down. The child told his mother that Peterson, quote, likes belts and switches and has a whooping room. Now, this goes from... A torture room. This goes from an, an incident where a parent went overboard to the sublimely absurd. He has a... He's got a designated room. So put yourself... I mean, I, I have memories, flash memories from when I was four or five years old. So you, you can kind of remember what it was like to be that young. How could that possibly feel going in to your father's house... And walking by a closed door. And by the way... That the, you know is the whooping room where he keeps his devices of and pain. And belts and all of this other stuff. Like, and really, you're tiptoeing around a house that has a beating room. 
And Daddy Peterson has a lot Daddy of belts. Pe- not, not Daddy. No. Not Dad. Daddy it's Peterson. Daddy Peterson. Now, there's another thing here. We, you we, know when you hear that expression, that's usually, that means he's second to a stepdad. Yeah. That means you're the real father is actually second to a stepdad if he has to name you by your last name. And lest we forget, Peterson also lost a child last year to a, another uh, step Abuser. Dad, uh, yeah, a step a boyfriend, I believe. Yeah. And there was an outpouring of support for Adrian Peterson. And right. You he, remember he, that? Again, he lost a child. And I believe the child was four. Right around. I now. believe the child was four. Now he had just recently right found out about now. the child, but still, it was his child nonetheless. Now the, I'm going to give you a little insight, a little parental insight here. This Please do. Yeah. Well, well, this isn't uh, when a kid at the age of four, they don't lie. Now here's here's what I mean by that. One of my kids will tell me that their teddy bear, uh, you know, uh, plays video games at night, and that's why the TV was left on in their room. Yeah. That's, that's that's cute. That's the kid version of a lie. That's what I used to tell my mom when I was seventeen. <laughs> he told me yeah, actually. Eric told <laughs> last me last week. Actually, <laughs> when we walked into the studio tonight and the power was on on the board, Eric told me that it was the teddy bear or it was uh, Skippy's Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah, but um, the kids don't like come out with an articulated lie. Like he stuffed leaves in my mouth while he pulled my pants down and beat me. Yeah, with the, a stick. the child doesn't have that capability to come up with. I mean, he could say aliens came down, and you know, I mean, yeah, that'd be more believable. Just not of a, yeah, cognitive development for <laughs> to, this to come, to, that, to come to, up yeah. with this like story. So now, to make it's that correlation, Peterson's right. word ultimately against the word yeah. of his four-year-old. Now, just throwing it out there, I mean, you know what I mean? It's I don't believe it to be the case, mm-hmm. but there's also some cases where a coaching has been involved. One parent coaching a kid against another parent. Easily. Not saying I I don't nope. believe that for a second. No, in this situation, no. And but uh, that would be the only other way is if he was told to say these things. Other so, than the fact that there's no way they can't remember sequences of numbers over three numbers. There's no way he can remember all of this stuff about the beating room and about the belt room. And if about it didn't exist, this, and if, if it, it wasn't a reality, exist, or no, no, if it wasn't purposefully and repeatedly preached to him remember i yeah, just brought up impact and repetition yep. yep he either had an impactful lesson about the whooping room or it was don't make me send you to the whooping room now there are things that parents say right my wife doesn't want the kids to get up at night well if you walk by the closet uh you know that's that's a sketchy closet there might be you know the wolf might the big bad wolf might live in there. yeah elf on the shelf's watching you yeah be, exactly yeah. Elf, yeah thank you the elf on the shelf's watching you and so you need to be good from you know november 1st until new year's eve that's the type of thing that a parent says so they the kid might think like if the say say peterson's spare bedroom he calls it the whooping room but never took his kids in there none of those things matter in this case at all what matters is the violent torture both mentally and physically that they put this kid through all day adrian peterson put this kid through all day all day apparently more than once the pictures of the wounds if you have the stomach for such a, a thing they are on deadspin i don't Not all I, of them. honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't advise anybody if you haven't seen it the, there's no reason for you to believe as it's 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 nasty the reason i'm bringing it up it's heartbreaking is because they're over a week old right. and they're still open cuts yes exactly yeah, there's still open wounds. Now, not necessarily switching gears. What I want to ask you about, again, coming back into the, this is a, a private event that has to be public because of his exposure. You know that I'm not a role model thing? Yeah. Yes, I do. 
it's an excuse when you just when you get yourself into some shit, and that's what you throw out there to protect yourself. Well, I, I never asked to be a role model. I, I think Uncle Ben, Peter Parker's Uncle Ben, said it best: with with great power comes with great responsibility. These guys have millions of dollars. They have a high profile, very high profile. All of these yep. things laid out in front of them. And you know what? You might not be a role model, but how about being mm, a role a dec- model to your kids? How about a decent human being? Period. Yeah. I'm getting real friggin' tired of the NFL. One, one kid dead and one kid beaten. Now, I keep hearing over and over again that thing about the, well, where these guys are from conversation. You know that conversation about the socioeconomic diversity mm-hmm. that, that players often come um, from? Like I, like I said, when I was a child and I, white, middle America, small town, mm-hmm. okay, I was disciplined plenty. Sure. I was disciplined plenty. And you know what? 95% of the time, yeah, I had it coming. Yeah. And your mom still doesn't know about when you set the uh, schoolyard on fire. Yeah, so. <laughs> don't don't listen to this one, Mob Axstrom. No, nobody nobody knows that. Oh, I right. mean that was your friend, the redheaded kid. Right? Yeah, that, that chubby redhead, skinny pointy kid. But now crossing over back into the public consciousness, this is one of those things that with Ray Rice, the the whole beating thing. When my wife knows about it, it's a problem for the NFL. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a true statement. Yeah, because if, then now it's going into the mainstream media. Exactly, she's my litmus test for this. If if it, if my wife finds out and says to me, "What the hell does Adrian Peterson?" That the Today Show covers these things and TMZ Sports. That's my <laughs> you realize the NFL has basically gotten so bad that TMZ had to create an arm of their yeah we talked about gangster that, yeah. gossip a yeah. gossip to cover the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now. Back into the public consciousness, how does this affect um, something as seemingly stupid, small, and frivolous as the fantasy. rest of the suspensions in fantasy football fantasy as we football. go on? Well, first, before we get into that, mm-hmm. I just I did want to talk about something directly related to this. And oh. we saw it with the Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it with Peterson. When will fellow players, NFL players... Because we're talking about the NFL mm-hmm. now. When will they learn, learn to what? not hit the send button? Because uh-huh. every time this happens, you got these idiots putting their foots in their mouth and going to Twitter, let the dude play. Um, you know, he shouldn't have to miss a game for disciplining his child. Is that seriously part of the conversation right now? Yes, absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. So, and, so- then, and then, of course, there's an immediately delete the tweet, retract. I don't mean to make light of such a serious issue. I didn't mean it that way. I do apologize. Oh, so when their lawyer or a publicist gets involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when, they, when their agent calls them up and says, what are you, freaking stupid? You- and then you immediately delete it. And this happened with Ray Rice. You know, the people say, well, the, the wife don't have a problem with it, so where am I? Who am I to have a problem with it? Okay, you have that opinion. Keep it to yourself, bro. Well, Keep it no, to yourself. Worse, worse was the, the media's coverage of women who insist on wearing Ray Rice jerseys. Did yeah. you see that stupid yeah, I shit? Really did. These are the same women who write letters to guys feed. who are in, in prison. <laughs> and, and oh, you're so sexy. I saw you on lockup. You, you know, yeah. <laughs> why would you even talk to somebody? Like, who cares what that person's opinion is? I think and know that they're a complete dipshit. Yeah. Why do I have to waste my, you know, valuable time seeing stuff all over the place about this? Talk to me now a little bit about you brought it up and you kind of brought it up laughingly, but you can't cut them from your fantasy team. No, you you can't. Um, now I don't I don't know if it's going to change. I imagine it will because it's actually been 
brought to the attention of it. It's, it's come out. So I, I believe at some point some of these sites are going to catch up and allow you to drop um, the likes of Adrian Peterson or Ray Rice if you happen to be foolish enough to pick him in the first round. Um, but for now, at this juncture, um, we got a, a, a woman, D who's in our league. Um, Puerto Rican minutes uh, uh, it's, her, it's his the, wife, the lovely bride of the Puerto- yes, uh, Feliz Cumpleaños. Yes, Feliz Cumpleaños, uh, mi amigo. <laughs> um, <laughs> at some pape. point, um, you know, you you will be on the show. We're still waiting for that minute to to, to well, come up. We're, we're waiting for you to just give us your Twitter <laughs> handle so that we can, uh, or your uh, your Skype, your Skype, handle your Skype so that we can get you on the air with us. And, and you, lovely folk, will be able to enjoy the uh, the opinions of uh, Ahmed in the Puerto Rican minute. And, but um, yeah, so. So you were talking about D, yeah, and and again the lovely D, who was so lovely, in fact, that we wonder how the Puerto Rican minute ended up, right? Yes, but- <laughs> oh, I didn't say, it. but I did, um, I didn't say, it. yeah. So so she has uh, AP. I can. She sees, she sees. She, I mean, she's got AP, so she's obviously benched him. As soon yep. as I saw the article, I sent her a message. I couldn't help it. So, yeah, yeah, you have so to. So I told yeah. her, yeah, it looks like you got to put him on your bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Alan's got it in his other league as well. But but you cannot drop him. He's sitting there right now. Everybody in all your leagues, he's sitting there on your bench. It, yep, yeah. holding up your spot. Now, some of you might keep him on on your your uh, roster for keeper leagues and stuff like that. But nah, I wouldn't even say well that obviously, but. Because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, I'll tell you right now how it's going to turn out. Adrian Peterson will not take another snap this year. And possibly, Write it down. And possibly in perpetuity. And with that, Eric and I are going to take a quick break. And because the NFL is suffering so much from this, I'm going to drop the enemy within on you.
The Enemy Within, indeed. And welcome back to Eric and Ted's Ice Cream Social. I am Eric. And I'm still Ted. And we now want to touch briefly on uh, the catastrophic week. Yes. Um, now, we thought we put this to bed last time we spoke. Matter of fact, I was honestly, we were looking at our show notes, I was writing an apology. I spent much of August beating Railing. on mm-hmm. Roger Goodell. For how badly he handled Josh Gordon and Wes Welker and Ray Rice and all of this other mayhem that all surrounded and orbited this guy. And then all of a sudden last week I started to get this sense that he was pivoting. They were they were they were actually moving in real time. You know, making the adjustments to, to specifically focus on domestic abuse and violence, minimum six game suspension, and then indefinite for the second one, and then going reducing um, the penalty and the limits for uh, recreational drug use and put the mo- focus on, uh, you know, HGH, start getting that rolling in. And it's, and no sooner was that out, McDonald goes and beats up his pregnant girlfriend. Yep. But there's no video of that. But, the, of course, because we're a visual visual society yep. and we can't have yeah. it. So you speaking need to be video, slapped in the face with a video. What video? I don't um, know. Uh, um, I still haven't seen this video. Oh, wait Who a minute. Who am I? Um... Mr. Goodell, when did you get here? Oh, yes. And to this day, <laughs> I have still not seen the video. It was never given to me. An underling must have never handed it to me because, you know what? Our office had the tape of this in April. April. And they said they couldn't get their hands on it. This is the most remarkable Who was bit. he to question Janae? That's, that's what he said. Who was he to question Janae and her account of the events of what happened? With the severity. she's a battered woman, maybe? So there's a really strange little thing here. The severity of the suspensions that this guy's given out for things much, much, much less impactful. Mm-hmm. And Bounty. Gate. Uh, God, I hate that suffix. Yeah. But the bounty thing. Yep. This is a documentary film crew, interestingly enough, on site doing a story about Steve Gleason, and they uncover this... this bounty situation in, in New Orleans. And he goes and <clears throat> throws everybody in the clink. Yep. Spends everybody. Blows it up. It yep. was like the Nuremberg hearings. Yeah, it was, it was a witch hunt. So with that, how did he get the tape from that? Do you remember? No. The documentary film crew gave it to him. Okay. Makes well, sense. Was, oh, it does, right? Except for the fact that Roger Goodell's point this week was, we only obtained video through from legal sources. Those are his exact words. Oh, so, that seems to contradict the past. Mm, might Maybe did, just a little bit. Where did they get any tape of the New England Patriots allegedly filming uh, sidelines? Wasn't that uh, Mangina? Mm, yeah, it was Mangina. Now, is Mangina a cop? Uh, was not that, that, not was to that my through knowledge. the legal sources? No. But how did TMZ get it? Did they get it from somebody who was working security at that hotel, Revel, that's closed down? No, didn't they? Actually, didn't they get the, uh, the tapes from... Um, from the police? Law enforcement? Yeah. Exactly the same way that the NFL offices got it. Yep. That's really interesting, yep. Roger. So this... Still hasn't seen it. You know you know who he's the opposite of? Andy Dufresne. Because Andy, Andy Dufresne, Dufresne climbed through 500 feet of shit to come out clean on the other side. <laughs> well, it looks an awful lot <laughs> like... Thanks, Freeman. <laughs> no problem. And it looks an awful lot like Roger Goodell went in clean and is still crawling his way through shit. This guy's in real trouble here. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you, you, I mean, you even have investors keeping an eye on on how this is how this turned out and sponsors, um, and that's kind of scary when you're talking about a a 
corporation the size of the NFL and how much weight and money and, and influence that it has, this is bad. Roger Goodell has presided over the most explosive expansion of any professional sports league on the planet over yep. the last seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, who keeps him in power? The owners. Period. Yep. He does a great job. For the owners. For the owners, which is what he's there for. Now, let's not confuse this. Do the owners He's there for the owners? Do the owners turn on him on this? They're starting to. I know that the owner of the Ravens kind of came clean. I know that the owner of the Patriots, Bob Kraft, defended him. I know that Jerry Jones would be a defender. You mentioned the Ravens. And this is a point. Uh, so that's yeah. nobody's given me an explanation. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's important or anybody owes me anything. Mm-hmm. But the sequence of events happened as such first he was cut by the ravens a day before he was set to rejoin the team in activities mm-hmm. it was thursday and he, he was actually going to be eligible for friday not playing that sunday game but he could go back to to be in you know an actively in practice and whatnot be an mm-hmm. active player and start to draw his salary again. yeah that yep. was an important okay point. Yep. now again before all this they stand by their player all this stuff, they didn't give him any additional penalties other than the two games as the team. So everything was on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And he gets cut as soon as this video is released. Mm-hmm. This video hits, he's cut within hours. I still smell a rat, but go ahead. Right. But the GM of the Ravens, and this whole, because this whole thing about lying, what did Ray Rice say um, to Goodell and to the owners and, and people over at the Ravens? And what did they say? What did they understand of what happened? Which is why this tape is so, so shocking. Mm-hmm. But the GM of the Ravens said, what I saw in the video is exactly what, how he explained it to us. This is the point. Keep going. So he, he says, no, he says that he punched her. In the face, she hit her head and was knocked out, knocked unconscious. That's so, not what Roger Goodell has been saying. No, Roger, Roger Goodell um, says uh, that uh, he was under the impression that uh, she was hit with an open hand mm-hmm. and that she hit her head, which she did, mm-hmm. and, and that's how that happened. Yeah. Now, to me, that makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. I could see Ray Rice spinning that because when you do something awful, yep. what's your first inclination? Mix a little bit of truth with the lies. I'm not sure I'd go down that road, but, <laughs> but sure. It, it's true. I can see a defensive so, position so by him. So you admit yeah. to the violence because you have no choice, but you taper back. So instead of him saying, I knocked her out close fist like she was a dude, or you say, it got heated, she was attacking me, I hit her with an open hand, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how hard it hit her, she hit her head and she was knocked out. Okay. So kind of insinuating that it was really her hitting her head on the rail that knocked her out. Not him. Um, but again, back to the GM of the Ravens, he was not surprised at all by what was on the videotape because he claimed that's exactly what he was told by Ray Rice. However, they cut him. So tell me if the Ravens had full knowledge of exactly what that video contained, mm-hmm. why on earth, when they were ready and, and supporting him, were ready to take him back, why would they cut him if he had told the truth to them? Now the owner says... By the way, the owner says a little bit different story, that he was not aware that that's how it went down. Okay. It was on the video. Mm-hmm. But the GM said, that's no, that's, how, that's what we were told. This is the thing that's really kind of, is this then your point where the owners are starting to pivot? Yeah. Is that, I mean, is I mean spot? you got an owner contradicting a general manager, but you also have a general manager admitting that nothing changed 
from the time that it was found out that the vid, the first initial um, video evidence of him dragging uh, Janae out of the elevator, when mm-hmm. that all hit, and then he was suspended for two games, they you, they knew everything was going on, so why cut him? Why? You brought up a very interesting point. You brought up a GM. Former executive of the year, Bill Polian. Bill Polian. Oh, my God. Showed Please up tell. on Deadspin this wow. week. Wow. Yeah. Something fishy on this one. Please tell everybody. A little bit peculiar. So I'm going to actually I'm gonna check this right from the uh, Kinja website, okay? Because they, they did a dynamite coverage. Yeah, they did. They, they part the, of the Gawker yep. network. They put the two, uh, the, the, the two segments Interview right next side to by each side. other. And the article reads, former NFL executive Bill Polian. By the way, executive of the year, I think, six times total. He's, like, this he's guy's, been all over the NFL. This guy is money. Yes. All right? Absolutely. Former NFL executive Bill Polian was brought on to SportsCenter to give some insight into the NFL's bungling of the Ray Rice situation. He specifically was asked if he, as someone who has worked in the NFL offices, thought it was possible for the NFL executive to Mm -hmm. have obtained a copy of the tape. Yep. Now, here's where it becomes kind of interesting. His first comments which Which I totally believe were his gut comments. His absolute If you don't believe that, you're not. Yep, go ahead. Quote from Bill Polian on ESPN Sports Center at 10.47 a.m. Very puzzling to me. As a matter of fact, I've worked in the vice president in the NFL's office in uh, 1993 with respect to football operations, and I know how this office works. I've physically been there. It was a different building, not the one they're in now. But it's a very difficult for me. It's very difficult for me to understand how this could happen. Now, it goes on where... He talks about how the NFL wants to protect the shield and every yep. cog in this machine works to protect the shield. Now, yep. the that segment, kind of the fear of God if you let that kind of lapse and he's so going to go in that. He totally comes out and says, there's no way on earth the NFL no doesn't know about this. Because None. everybody knows they have somebody to answer to and that you're going to be Always. in that office if you didn't drop. You don't. You never make a judgment call of what Ever. shouldn't and should not be seen How do you become a $9 billion a year company? Transparency. You know everything Only on the on inside. The, on the inside, uh, yeah. yeah. only no, transparency not, on the inside. Don't, don't, don't mistake yeah. me. I'm not, <laughs> okay. That'd be silly. No. <laughs> Interesting. The article continues, this segment ended up getting cut short. Perhaps due to a technical, technical difficulty, lines getting you know across something sure. like that. So, but Polian, he went on to continue. Polian was brought back on air 13, 12 minutes later, something like that. At eleven oh eight a.m. Eleven oh eight. Okay, so it's about but twenty minutes later. At which point he was asked the exact same exact question. Here's the transcript of that. Please. Well, it can happen. What? Well, uh, that you got the wrong. Article. No, 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 no. no you is, have the wrong. No, this is still Bill Polian. Hold on, hold on, stay with me. Fact check that, please. uh, All right, wow. Okay, go ahead. It's a very large organization, much larger than when I served in the league offices. Maybe so much larger by a factor of 10. And when you have a large... Hold on. uh, Same guy, same station, same interviewer. Seems like he has new information. 20 minutes apart. Hmm. So his segment gets cut short on ESPN... Hmm. Who is the who is the fluffer of the NFL? If anybody, by the is. way, obviously, if you're listening, you're a sports fan. You are, and you do watch SportsCenter, ESPN, and you know what a fluffer have you, is. Have you have have you ever seen a, a segment all of a sudden just get cut short? Twenty five years, and I've maybe seen one. Yeah, yeah, it's quite odd. So he goes on to say, when you have a large bureaucratic organization, which this is, and there are some that think it's too large. Very honestly, oh, weird. Things can slip through the cracks. Wording oh, is oh, very oh, wait, odd. Wait, wait. I'm going to repeat Isn't that, that a again. 
contradiction 180 from what he just Wait, said. Wait, I'm not even there. Hold on. Because I want to read that last line to I'm you I'm trying again. to wrap my head around it. Wait. Things can slip through the cracks. The most, pardon the pun, impactful hmm. story hmm. in the NFL since Michael Vick yeah. is something that slips through the cracks at the NFL. Are you kidding? They are trying to shove this down your throat, you, the viewer, the consumer, um, where the NFL thrives and survives is from you, and they want you to believe that... Uh, you had a great comment. That somebody dropped the ball on, like you just said, the biggest story to hit since Michael, since Michael Vick. Vick. They want you to think dog. that somebody in their office made a decision that it wasn't important. Let me continue then. Go ahead. Because someone, according to Bill Polian, someone can make a value judgment who has no right to make that judgment. It, Wait, but it could. hold on. Let me okay, keep going. I'm sorry. The CEO, the CEO, this is again Bill Polian, the CEO who is in effect Roger Goodell, doesn't get all the information he needs all the time. I, don't, I can't. Oh, stay. Hold on. That's a fact of life in bureaucracies. And in this case, we'll find out what happened. And they'll absolutely, they being the NFL and Roger, will have to take steps to make sure this never happens again. He went from... Seems legit. Are you kidding me? Bill Polian goes on, talks about how this is impossible to happen. Talk in the about NFL. an invasion of the body snatchers. This is something out of a movie where Dude, you know the aliens are taking over, and somebody starts to speak out, and they hit the pause button, and, and all of a sudden they put a clone in there saying the exact opposite. Well, is Bill Polian alive? Is, has he been transplanted? It was was Bill Polian. It's it's yeah. Your question. I mean, <laughs> did something happen to Bill Polian? This is so bizarre, and anybody that, that read this and just listened to what Ted said, this actually happened, and this was 20 minutes apart, same question asked, and he answered it in a 100% completely different way, as if somebody came down and put their hand on him and said, no, Bill Polian, you must stop now, not Bill how it Polian. is. Please uh, recite these words. That's the thing that seems so Are bizarre. Are you aware? I'm sure this exactly, he was told. <laughs> Bill Polian, are you aware that this is ten times larger than what it was when you were there? It's ten times larger ten than times what it larger. was. And this is a bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Very nice, Eric. Bureaucracy. It's a bureaucracy. And these are not the droids you are looking for. These are not the droids I'm looking for. And you do not need to see the tape. But no doubt about it. <laughs> Bill, this I Bill mean, Polian come thing. on. It was, and see, this is where Mark Cuban predicted about two years ago that the NFL will implode in 10 years. Now, that seems like kind of another a wild deal, another claim Faust, a couple of years. Another Faustian bargain over there, I'm Bro, sure. Well, no, he just stayed under the radar. That's why you haven't heard much from him. He keeps tanking his NBA seasons just for that. I don't know what but, he's doing. Well, he's spending billions of dollars. Yes, so, But he said the NFL will implode in 10 years. Now, see, this is he doesn't necessarily mean our interest will wane, but how about what's the one way that you can eliminate half of your audience, show that you don't care about women getting beaten up. Now, if you can acknowledge that you've made a mistake, what could be the only thing worse than mom for moms than to see a guy beat a woman? What's worse for a mom? To see a guy beat a child. Bam. Now you're talking about if 2 3% of people stop watching, 
If two or three percent stop buying, stop buying, stop ordering red zone. Mm-hmm. Now you talk about organizations probably getting involved. You know, you know, Peter comes out of the woodwork anytime a baby seal gets clubbed. Imagine, imagine how many organizations are going to come out as child advocates, mm. women's with, rights groups. And with that, Eric and I are going to take a real quick break, and we'll come back with our picks for week two. Uh, unfortunately, I am trailing Ted by one as he edged me out with nine wins last week, and I finished with eight. So uh, we'll see if I can make that one up when we come back. <laughs> I won't get to get what I'm after till the day I die. (laughs) And Eric and I are back. Welcome back to Eric and Ted's Ice Cream Social. I am Eric. And I'm still Ted. And now, it's time for us, my friend, to get into our weekly picks. All right. So, So, 
We uh, we talked briefly, uh, you and I, uh, right before the Thursday game. We both mm-hmm. picked the Steelers, and we were both wrong. Why don't we just say we both picked the Ravens? I mean, we both <laughs> picked the Ravens, yeah. and we were both right. And I don't know why I said that. Yeah, we, no, we, so we, we did start the week 0-1. Yeah. But there's plenty of games left. All right. So Ted, what's the first game on the docket? All right. First game on the docket is one that I want to make sure that we talk about right off the top. It's Miami at Buffalo, both coming off of massive wins last week. Yes. So we had the Dolphins, obviously. Who'd they beat, Teddy? Oh, they took the boots to the Patriots last oh. week, particularly in that second half. Oh, it my was, God. It, it was, was beautiful. Ugly soup to nuts. They I, just, yeah. It was. <laughs> I remember talking to you at the end of that thing, and I don't want to yeah. get again into it again, but just what an awesome, awesome, great feeling. awesome second half yep. of that. I know it's only a game, and that's what all you Patriots fans are going to, it's only one game. We've been beating you for years. That's fine. I'm yeah. going to enjoy this one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> and, and speaking of one. enjoying it, I'm a little stat about the Buffalo Bills win. As of today, yep. day before the game, the first time since it's been offered uh, at Ralph Wilson Stadium, they have RV and camper parking area. Never once has it sold out the day before a game. Guess what? Coming yeah. after their Chicago win, Buffalo has sold out that And area. I got to tell you, and I'm actually going to, every week we do this, and I don't know if you picked up on it, mm-hmm. cheapest ticket. Oh, that, that Eric's yes. favorite. The Eric's cheapest Eric's cheapest ticket yeah. in town. <laughs> Eric's cheapest. Yeah, and, I like and that. I, and, and it's funny because I looked at the Miami Buffalo game, and and it was funny that you said this because yeah. I was looking at the price ticket, yep. and I was a little shocked. Two hundred and five dollars. This is a hot ticket, now, ladies and gentlemen. People are actually paying to go see the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, and I love it. Yeah, and I actually I love it too. As, as kind of a fan of the uh, the perpetual fan. That of the is underdog. the most expensive ticket, by the way, in the NFL right now. It, it certainly is. That's now, insane. Quick question: I know that in this one that you are definitely going to go for. You're obviously going to pick Miami. The question is... By almost $100, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. By almost $100, The next yeah. one being what? Uh, well, there's a... One, yeah, it's a 115 for the Jets Green Bay. 174 for Chicago and San Francisco. Oh, uh, yeah, I did miss, but 205, yeah. 205 yeah. bucks, great. So, I know you're going to pick Miami in this. I, How do you know? Don't speak for me. I think... I'm going to go ahead and go with Miami. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up with Buffalo on this. Really? One. Yeah, the only... Coming and, off the win against New England. Now, there's actually a little bit of a reasoning behind this. Number one... I think that Miami may overinflate the value of their win against the Patriots. They're they're they don't have experience winning in that like they won a big game. I got that. I think this is going to be a bigger win though. I understand. I think the exact same thing about Buffalo too. I just maybe give the edge to Buffalo being at home and coming off a win against Chicago. But see the, the way the, see but see the way Buffalo beat Chicago and the way Miami beat the Patriots. I think are totally different. So I think Miami's going to come in there. I think that they're going to um, make Buffalo look silly. There's no way I can call a push on this, and I have to sort of be a contrarian against you because I think we're going to end up picking a lot of games together. I'm as much picking Buffalo to not have the same pick as you. Yeah, so, yeah kind of like when I picked uh, um, I the, what uh, it, was. it was the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, it was right. the Falcons last week That uh, just because I was being a dick. And next on our list is, oh, this is a barn burner. We have Jacksonville at Washington. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my cheap ticket of the week. Yes, we need to, I need the music for that. We'll go into that. And that is at $14 for a ticket. Good news, everybody in the D.C. metro area. Go out there and see your Washington Redskins. For less than two packs of cigarettes. My God, that's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Now, Jacksonville. Mm, 
boy. I'll tell you what, they, they looked pretty sharp in that first half. Yeah, 17 points. Yeah, and then first gave half, up one. That was it. Yeah. That, that's all she wrote. Uh-huh. Um, Washington at home, I got Washington. Uh, you know, I think... I got the Redskins. You're going to win this week, I can already tell. Because so you're, you're going against me because I, I, you don't want to pick them. Well, no, I, I I have no problem picking a team. I picked San Francisco last week to beat Dallas. Like, So it's not a, a question of... Well, I was thinking because you, your disdain of Washington. Oh, no, I, I don't worry. San Francisco's up there. But um, <laughs> no, I, I think in... Uh, I Say I think that Jacksonville can take this one, so I'm so going to go with Jax. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville on the road against another NFC East team. They showed a lot of promise last week. They showed a lot of things that I didn't think they were capable of doing anyway. Okay. Um, but maybe the Eagles took them lightly and then shellacked them in the second half. I don't know. Could be. You know, always uh, always got to watch out for those second half adjustments, Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Now, next game is uh, your Dallas Cowboys at Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a win. Big win. Against Kansas City, holding Jamal Charles to 19 rushing yards for yeah. the game. Negative two for the second half. This is going to be another really difficult one for me to call because I don't think that the Dallas Cowboys... Played a, um, oh, oh you, mean, you mean when Dallas played in, in San Francisco East? That was the <laughs> ugliest thing I had ever seen. The fact that you're wearing a red shirt, your, yep. your shirt could actually be blue, yep. but I'm so pissed at what I saw. You're seeing at, red. At, <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing red. I'm going Dallas. Uh, I'm going Tennessee. Uh, I just can't see Tennessee no, starting. You know what? I, I can't see him starting two and zero, man. Uh, yeah, I got to see Dallas. Come win on, this one. they got to yeah. be good enough to beat Tennessee. Kansas City wasn't, but hey, even the sun shines on a dog's ass, you know. So we're All both right. picking Dallas. Okay. All right, let's go. Next game, Ted. Uh, we got Arizona at New York Giants. What do you say? Oof, Arizona's looking good, man. They are, and they didn't even get uh, they didn't even get my Fitzgerald. Into the game plan, much to the chagrin of, of his, his pappy, dad, of his pappy, <laughs> Papa Fitzgerald. Um, yeah. was a little. But by the way, that guy's a, like that guy's a veteran journalist. Yeah. He's he's you know this guy's no small shakes. It's and not like Barry Sanders' quite, dad. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you know, or Kurt Warner's wife. Okay. <laughs> Uh, nice boa, <laughs> asshole. Um, I mean, I got to go with Arizona, man. Got to. I, I have to go with Arizona. And, but you know what? And for for no, but I wouldn't other, be surprised if the Giants win. But I, gotta I go would with be after watching. I we had a record last week. It took uh, one drive to get a Manning boo boo face. Yeah, so Manning I was pretty excited. Boo boo face. That. Next on the list: New England at Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota Patriots. Uh, I'm flat. I out mean, yeah. Me. How can you not? Yeah. Um, now. Previous to um, um, to AP getting arrested and benched, um, I had the game I, a lot. Yeah, I had Minnesota, and no, I would have had Minnesota the way Noshan just tore them up. Yep. I mean, I know Belichick's great at making adjustments, but you're talking they about all day Adrian two games in a row. That yeah. too, but I think that it would have just been too much. It, it would have been the one opportunity for the Patriots to start zero two. It would have been a beautiful thing. As it stands, they have zero chance at winning this game, Minnesota. The one reason I would have given the Patriots a, uh, a legitimate chance last week again, because or, the before that, Patriots. no, no, no. Well, beyond the their New England Patriots, the one thing that they've been able to successfully do for a very long time is never let that one guy beat you. Yeah, and yeah, but, I'm sure they weren't keying up their defense for no Sean. N- no, and now they're keying up their defense uh, so to stop uh, Adrian Peterson. But then, who would know Matt Castle's strength and weakness is better? than Bill yep. Belichick. So that's why I had it a lot closer. Sure. Maybe with Minnesota sure, having the sure. edge. Now I got the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots all out. day. Um, next game is going to be New Orleans at Cleveland. It's going to be a track meet. New Orleans uh, is going to demolish yeah, them. Yeah, you know, and I really wanted Cleveland to start out strong. Yeah. 
Um, doesn't look like that's going to happen as they will start the season 0-2. But we get to see that train wreck, uh, yeah. Johnny train wreck come in, I'm sure, by like week four now. Oh, man, I can't, I'm not rooting harder for anybody than I am for Brian Hoyer, man. I tell yeah. you. And, and you know what? I'm, if there's a guy in the NFL that I feel really, really exceptionally bad for, it's Mike Patton. <laughs> uh, all right, next, next on the list, we have Atlanta and Cincy. This game is absolutely one of my marquee games of the week. At a whopping $56 a ticket. And the over-under for each team is probably 56 at this point. Yeah. Both teams can put up a ton of points. Both teams can give up a ton of points. Great week for Matty Ice. Dynamite and and dynamite comeback win on the road last week in week one for Cincinnati. Yeah, very nice win. Uh, A.J. Green, huge game. Yeah, and but... And they're playing in Cincy? I think I got Atlanta. I think I got Hotlanta going 2-0 into this thing. I'm torn because I was leaning towards Atlanta. We differ on a couple already. I'd like to add another one to this list. Um, and I can't see I can see Cincy winning in Cincy. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. My gut's telling me Atlanta, but that's no excuse. I am picking Cincy. And and you know what? Uh, and a, a constant listener, Pete, is going to appreciate that a great deal. Yeah, you know that's for you, buddy. I, I'm picking I'm picking your Bengals. I'm throwing back uh, Detroit at uh, Carolina with, with Cam coming back got, this I week got, too. Got, yeah, but I no got Detroit question, all day. Detroit, yeah. Okay, I mean, don't get me wrong. Carolina's got a got a good shot. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But again, we have Detroit winning, uh, winning the division this year. So you got to kind of roll with us on some of these Detroit picks going forward. Yeah, because and and I'll I'll believe in Cam Newton when I see him. He's improved every year. I, I don't really have much. He's hurt to say about and he has him. nobody to throw to except yeah, Calvin. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. So, uh, his weapons are gone. Um, so uh, we haven't seen what that's going to bring for him yet, but um, I think he has a, a lot better shot succeeding in the NFL than RG3 does. Two hard luck losers last week. St. Louis and Tampa Bay is on next game. St. Louis got um, My answer is who the hell cares? And um, this well, you can't pick the, them. This should be the cheap ticket of the day. It is number two on the list at, at $30. dollars. Yeah, and uh, so with... Uh, <sighs> who Saint- are you going to pick? I'm putting it on you. I'm, I'm throwing Tampa. You're going Tampa with the win, huh? Yeah, the, at home... Uh, word is is that Doug Martin's going to come back to play it. Um, I definitely don't see St. Louis seems they man. were anemic last week. I know, but bad. I just want to pick them. Go for it, man. I, I want to pick them, but you're right. I mean, they were they were anemic. Um, I mean, my sister's from Tampa Bay. I mean, well, she lives there. She didn't even know they had a team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. From the orange, yes. from, 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 the, from the from the orange creamsicles to the uh, pewter pirates, um, and she doesn't know who they are. Not even a little bit. Okay, um, give me a I'm pick, gonna, man. I'm going to go with St. Louis, man. I'll do it. I'll, All right. I'll go St. Louis. Now, this next one, I, I want to actually say before you so vehemently interrupt me, waving the flag of of uh, the Pacific Northwest at Seattle at San Diego, and I have to say, twelfth man, earliest in, on the road, uh, the earliest test. That the Seahawks could possibly face after we were clear that that Green Bay has decided to not throw to half the field, but but we no. we didn't know that that was going to happen. No, no, no. This was that was supposed to be a really good game, and they, that oh. was supposed to be a great like I mean, talk a matchup of the year, great, especially what happened last year with the whole fail, fail Mary. And, yeah, um, but telling you, man. They're going to take it to San Diego. I got Seattle on this without blinking or batting an eye. I am going in in the same way that I kind of treated Seattle last week, but except I, I, if Seattle loses this year, and I got them at like thirteen and three, um, they're going to lose on the road. One, 
I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, well, that's, that's not too far. That, okay, that limb it's not is a pretty, stretch. Yeah. That's not a stretch. They're going to lose on the yeah, road. Yeah, you don't have to stretch for that one. S- San Diego has an accomplished quarterback, a solid offensive line, some relatively good dis- receivers. They have they have p- potential in their running game. Mm-hmm. Gates, even Hurts, still got 60 yards last week. Exactly. I'm going to go with San Diego on this one. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, another who cares game. Houston at Oakland. I'll tell you who cares about this one. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Wanted to leave you on the hook for Um, half a second. um, Houston for me. You know, they just suck, but yeah. Houston. No, you know what? Houston Ah, might be on their way back. And the best thing that can happen to Houston, uh, Jadavian Clowney (laughs) blamed his injury on the Houston turf, which is the same turf that blew out uh, Wes Welk's knee. So... I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Houston on the road Damn. this one. Yeah. All right. I got you, Houston. Um, Jets at Green Bay. I don't Green even Bay have to comes think back about hard. this one. Yep. Green Bay is not gonna start zero two. So put your money on Green. Ah. Uh-huh. And not Gang Green. <laughs> Kansas City at Denver. Denver looked like they looked like world beaters in the first half. They looked like chumps in the second half. The Chiefs. Looked awful last week. Yeah. Denver gets to start with two at home. At home, Denver. You know what? I'm completely with you, other than the fact that we got to deviate on a couple yeah. more. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take KC on this. Wow. One. I even had you written down for Denver. Nope. I'm taking KC, Come man. Come on. All right. I'll take the gift. I appreciate it. No problem, buddy. And for the Sunday night game, Chicago at San Francisco. And uh, opening up Levi Park for the regular season. Um,. You're, yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, let me think on this for a second. Give me your pick. You're, obvi- you're gonna. I'm, take I'm going San Francisco. San Francisco. I'm gonna lose badly this week because I'm gonna take Chicago on okay. this one. Hey, don't hide behind excuses, my friend. I'm not. I'm just. If I, you're saying you're gonna listen, lose bad, then go with your pick, man. There's a statement, and then pick who you think's gonna win? Chicago. Okay, I picked. You're Chicago. wrong, but okay. I know I am. And Philly. <laughs> it's hey, a Monday night game, my friend. Philly and at Indy. Uh, the Philadelphia. I'm going with Indy, my man uh, Andrew Luck. I'm going with Indianapolis. Yeah, I think that uh, the 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 Eagles of right now they're suffering from that uh, Jekyll and Hyde. And... <laughs> well, they got that uh, that Jekyll and Hyde week that they had. We so many have teams that had that man. Yeah, they did. last week. It was crazy. Yeah, I but, mean, you know, three turnovers for Miami in the first half. Um, and they, then, they were running okay, but the penalties and 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 turnovers and then Denver and Indy last week. Half, yeah. Same thing. Yep. It was Denver and Indy last yep. week. It's tail two teams. Yep. So. Um, I guess I'm going to... Yeah, you know what? I like Andrew Luck so much, yeah. I got Indy on yep. this. Yeah, you got me 33 points last year. Uh, last year. Last week. Last week. quite happy with Maybe. that, even though I took a loss against Sherry. Mm. Oh, man. Well, I took a loss against her husband, Pete. And I'm playing Pete this week. Oh. Yeah. And nobody punches nobody Pete, Nobody punches buddy. Pete. And with that, we're going to sign off. We wish you a fantastic day of watching football, and we're going to be back with you Wednesday night. We're going to be back on, yeah, either Tuesday or Wednesday night this week, Yeah, and we'll make sure you always hit us up on Twitter, at Eric and Ted ICS. And our website, ericandted.com. And at facebook.com slash Eric and Ted. And don't forget to look us for iTunes, Eric and Ted's Ice Cream Social. Just search. It's free. It's for you.